Believe in Yourself, Podcast 8. We have developed an approach to deal with the coronavirus anxiety syndrome or any kind of anxiety by identifying the three dimensions of self, the intellect or cognitive, the emotional, the feelings, and the behavioral, the actions. And these develop a sense of self, a sense of self-esteem, a sense of self-concept, positive self-image. We've dealt with attacks on the sense of self from a cognitive point of view. And that is in podcast six, we dealt with the cognitive distortions. In podcast seven, we dealt with emotional attacks to the emotional self. Today, in podcast eight, we'll deal with the attacks on the behavioral self, the actions. What kind of attacks occur to our bodies? In the real world, we experience different kinds of difficulties, cause, and they cause us anxiety. We have financial stress. There is workplace politics. We're passed over by others for a promotion. Issues of self-control, of not saying what I shouldn't have said and be upset with myself for having said the wrong thing. Social issues, getting along with others in the workplace, relationships. Marriage issues, challenges in marriage and relationships, particularly challenging now when we are sent home and forced to spend 24-7 with our spouses and our children. And raising children, challenges of discipline, the balance between discipline and love. All of these issues in the real world cause us anxiety. Now, where do these things come from? These particular challenges in life, or known as the stuff of life, have their roots, their foundations, in our childhood. Our childhood anxiety, our unresolved business or unfinished business from a childhood, comes from sibling rivalry. And that leads to rivalry in the workplace. Critical parents, not feeling good about myself, deals with the fact that I feel social pressure, not good enough in my relationships with my spouse or at the workplace or with my peers. Abuse, whether it's physical, emotional, or, God forbid, sexual abuse, which is very prevalent, unfortunately, causes us to feel less than, not good enough, bad about ourselves, bad about ourselves. It causes us anxiety. Loneliness, feeling isolated, set aside, alienated. If I was bullied as a child, bullied in school, leaves a mark. Learning disabilities, when kids are taken out of their classroom, we think that the resource room is a wonderful thing, and it is a wonderful thing. However, many clients have told me that when they leave the classroom, they feel all eyes are on them, like something's wrong with them, that they have to go to a resource room. So anxiety in our real lives, in our modern lives, in our up-to-date adult lives, is often caused by underlying unresolved issues from our childhood and teenage years. And this is cause for us to deal with these things and respond with a learned response of being overwhelmed, hurt, in pain, anxious, and depressed. Which brings us to how to handle the impact of these anxieties and these pressures 
on our sense of self, and in particular, in this case, our body, our actions, our behavior. And with this, I'm going to share with you what I spoke about and I speak about in my book called Stay Woke and Ignite Your Soul. Your Life Matters. And in this book, which is available on Amazon.com, on Audible Books, and also in writing, you can learn about what I call the Stay Woke Model. The Stay Woke Model is made up of three dimensions. First, the stuff. The stuff I just mentioned, the challenges of anxiety, sibling rivalry, critical parents, loneliness, abuse, disabilities, bullied, workplace politics, all of those issues, marriage issues, children's issues, they are known as the stuff of life. They include illness, and this is COVID-19 is an illness that we are facing right now. A death of a loved one is stuff that's occurred to us. Abuse, physical abuse, emotional abuse, sexual abuse. Divorce in our family has left its mark upon us. In fact, many clients of mine who are in their 30s and 40s come to me and say that when their parents got divorced and they were 10, 11, they blamed themselves emotionally, internally, didn't tell, tell anybody, but they felt that they were responsible for their parents' divorce. And I have to use in therapy techniques to be able to dissuade them and realize and help them realize that it wasn't their fault. It's a crucial issue when divorce is going on that children must realize, and they all say this internally, it must be my fault, and we have to dissuade them from that by explaining to them that the issue between the parents is not their issue, it's not their fault, but it's a matter between their parents, but they are still intact, valuable, and it's not their fault for their parents being divorced or separating. Neglect in childhood, latchkey children, has an effect on my feeling alienated, isolated, perhaps alone against the world, which is a topic of my, uh, my other book called Alone Against the World, the Torah Antidote to Loneliness. Abandonment. We're abandoned perhaps by parents. A parent leaves the family. A lost job. And many of us are experiencing being laid off right now because of the COVID-19 pandemic and businesses being closed. Being a victim of a crime or addiction. People respond to different challenges in life and become addicted. This is called the stuff of life. This is causes us terrible anxiety and depression. Now, if you're looking, looking for a verse in the Torah which describes the stuff of life, let's look to the very second verse of Genesis of Breshis. It says, And the earth was astonishingly empty and darkness was on the face of the deep. Commentaries tell us that not only was this a physical dimension of darkness, but it's a spiritual dimension of darkness. We all go through this astonishingly empty challenge in life, whether it is the stuff of illness or death in the family, abuse, divorce, neglect, abandonment, a lost job, victimhood, or addiction, or other challenges, or COVID-19. We're experiencing a very dark moment in human history right now. Now, certainly there have been other dark moments, um, pandemics in the world, the bubonic plague uh, in the 15th century, the Spanish flu, 1918, which killed over 100 million people. 
So there have been black moments, dark moments, but darkness is referred to in the Torah not only as a physical darkness, but also a spiritual darkness. A darkness, a plague, a difficulty, a challenge. That's the darkness on the face of the deep. These are trigger moments, triggers, and they affect our sense of self. If you look at it a little larger, our picture of our cognitive, emotional, and physical selves. These illnesses, these challenges, these triggers affect us here. And this is where we live. The commentaries, Rav Chaim Vital, who is a student of the Arizal, Rav Yitzchak Luria, who was the developer of the Tree of Life foundation he expounded upon and explained the system of Kabbalah, which was extant and was existing from the time of Hashem gave you the Torah on Mount Sinai. The Kabbalah is not a new phenomenon. It was given by God to Moses on Mount Sinai and passed down orally from generation to generation until it was finally written down uh, in the 12th century, uh, in the actually the 2nd century, uh, by Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai in, in documents and manuscripts. And then later uh, by Moshe de Leon, Moshe Leon, and then also later on by Moshe Cardevero and by the uh, Rariza. So with the Kabbalah is not a new phenomenon. It goes back to a part of the received tradition by Moses from Hashem, God on Mount Sinai. And the Kabbalah tells us that we live in the emotional self. Human beings live in the Ruach, in the emotional self. And when things happen to us, when stuff happens in life, we, pull, we are pulled down into gravity. Gravity pulls us down into our body. And because of these events, this stuff of life, the Choshech, the darkness, we feel lethargic. And in our stay woke model, which is described here, we feel paralysis, hopelessness, lethargic, weak, anxious, depressed. And we feel hopeless and worthless. So this stuff of life attacks us here in our emotional self, depicted here in the second dimension of our model, part two of our model. And it affects us here and it pulls us down. The arrow pulls us down into gravity and our body then feels overwhelmed, lethargic, weak. And this is the reaction. Our body, our behavioral reaction to these difficulties is that the gravity pulls us down into this negativity and our body actually feels it. It's amazing to understand that emotional challenges actually affect our body, that the emotional bone is connected to the physical bone and our emotional selves actually make us feel unworthy, poor, hard, uh, weak, physically unable to get out of bed in the morning. And therefore, this depression is a physical response, a physical body response to the emotional stuff of life, the choshech and darkness. So this is the darkness of life. The antidote in our stay woke model is to learn to go against gravity, to go against gravity and to go up into the cognitive self, the wheel of strengths that we talked about in podcast number three. The wheel of strengths is the conscious awareness of my intellectual strengths, my emotional, social strengths, my personality or character strengths, my spiritual strengths, my family background, and my personal growth. And thereby up here, when I'm aware of that, I can go against gravity and go against the pull of gravity pulling me down into lethargy and become aware that I have the abilities to meet the challenge. So this second dimension of the stay woke model is called separate. You separate from the darkness 
result, the reactions to the darkness, to the stuff of life, which pulls us down into gravity, instead of going down into gravity and being pulled down and say, I can't handle this, my body is broken, I am, my spirit is broken, and my body reacts, my approach, our approach that we're developing here is to learn to go against gravity by counteracting that anti-gravity technique and go up to the the conscious awareness of self, of the value of self, of my values, my abilities, my strengths, and say, I have the will of strengths to be able to deal with these challenges. So if we go to the third verse of the Torah, and now we see that the Torah says the following, God separated between the light and the darkness. God separated between the wheel of strengths, my abilities, my conscious awareness of my strengths, my cognitive awareness of my strengths, and my darkness. This is the darkness. This paralysis is the darkness. This is the light. This is the light. The wheel of strengths is the light. And God separated. How do you do that? You go against gravity by using some of the techniques we talked about during this series of podcasts, these nine podcasts. And they are to go against gravity by breathing, the breathing technique, by going to soul state, by being positive, by coming up with a positive mantra. And here's the key. Nike has a mantra. Nike's mantra is, let's do it. I want each of you to come up with your own personal mantra, your own personal advertising slogan, and say it to yourself, to go against gravity, saying, yeah, I'm down, it hurts, the stuff of life has affected me, COVID-19 is hampering our, our lives, it is getting in the way of our normal functioning, it is changing the way we have to do, we're doing things in life, yes, it is causing me sometimes paralysis, and now I have to go against gravity and use a statement, a self-talk statement to myself saying, I can handle this. So Nike says, let's do it. What's yours? Is it, let's move on? Let's hang in there? Let's keep moving? I can do this? Hang in there? Let's move on? I believe in me? I am good? I am good enough? I am enough? Come up with your statement and use that as an opportunity to go against gravity. That's your mantra. A mantra is able, you're able to go against the gravity, pull yourself out of the gravity and into anti-gravity and go up here and say, I can handle this. Other opportunities of weighing of anti-gravity are ways in which we can believe in ourselves by saying that you uh, focus on your best attribute that we talked about in our uh, Wheel of Strengths. The best attribute is one of the uh, 13 attributes of God. And if you're aware of that by saying, either I am a person who is consistent, persevering, I'm a person who is um, a person who is consistent, a person who is a leader, compassion, a person who has uh, empathy, a person who is patient, I am have an ability to be uh, loving, to be giving, I am a person who is forward thinking, a person who is resilient, a person who is creative with my musical abilities, my artistic abilities, or my ideas, a person who is forgiving, and a person who can bounce back. Those are the 13 attributes. So therefore, you can use various techniques to go against gravity and push back against the 
downward pull of gravity to separate the darkness from the light. And that's the second verse of the Torah, which says, the, the third verse of the Torah, which says that you, God separated the darkness from the light. And the third part of this model is to sweeten the difficulty. What did I learn from COVID-19? What did I learn from being home for the past month or two months, however long it's going to take for this plague to pass and for us to flatten the curve and to get in control of the situation and get back to life again? What have I learned from it? Have I learned to be more introspective? Have I learned to be more sensitive to those around me? More positive with my children and my wife? Not to raise my voice? What have I learned from these difficulties? And I can learn to transform the pain into growth. I wrote about this in my book called Mitsur Devash, From a Rock, Honey, based on the writings of my Rebbe, my teacher, Rabbi Moshe Shapira Zatzal, Zecher Tzadik Vivracha, who was a great thinker uh, in Machshava in Jewish thought in, the, in the past, this past generation. And he talked about the idea of transforming pain into growth and challenge into destiny. And therefore, how can I transform COVID-19 and the, the effects of COVID-19 into my destiny by saying, I can learn something from this. I can become a better person because of this. And that's the purpose of life. The purpose of life is to become the best person I can become. The Vilnagon calls this Shvirat Hamidot, or breaking my negative character traits and improving myself. That's the purpose of life. That's why we're sent down into the world. The question you have to ask ourselves during, we have to ask ourselves during this COVID-19 outbreak is, why was I sent here? What can I learn from this? How can I rehabilitate myself? How can I grow from this experience? How can I self-actualize? This is called sweetening. And sweetening in the Torah, the fourth verse and fifth verse of the Torah says, and God said, Let there be light. The light is what I can learn from this experience. And therefore, this three-step model of there's darkness on the face of the deep, this is the stuff of darkness. God separates, and we can separate from the darkness from the light by saying this is gravity and this is anti-gravity. I can go from darkness to light. And the third verse in the Torah is, let there be light, yihi or. How can I find light in my own life? How can I bring light to myself and enlighten myself from this difficulty? And therefore, the Torah is not a religious document. It's a system for personal growth to learn how to deal with darkness, separate darkness from light, becoming aware of my own light, of my own swill of strengths, and then sweeten the difficulty by here, let there be light. In that fashion, we can learn this stay woke model. And that's how I describe this model in my book called Stay Woke and Ignite Your Soul. Your life matters. And in this model, I go through the steps that we've talked about during this nine-part podcast, parts of how to overcome challenges, how to overcome anxiety, how to overcome the coronavirus anxiety syndrome, and become a person who can learn from this experience and grow from it and bring light to the world. So I wish everyone strength. May Hashem, may God give us all strength to handle this. We can believe in God because God believes in you.